Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it. <laughs> and took some of my powers. If Kirby sucked you in, there we go. What would what power would he get? Um, arthritis. <laughs> I think he would get the power of disturbing self-deprecation because every time we ask you a question of like what video game power would someone get if they interacted with you? Yeah. Last uh, uh, last week you said mayonnaise. Mayonnaise would. If get. someone punched you, mayonnaise would fly out. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. today you're saying that he would just get arthritis. <laughs> he would swallow me up and go, "I feel terrible. <laughs> Why do I feel so awful?" See, I I like the idea that if Kirby swallowed me he would also feel terrible mm-hmm. because he would just turn inward yes, and he would be like, there's a darkness inside me and I don't know how to get it out. But you know how like when he swallows somebody, he liked the, his, his appearance changes. Yes. Yours would make a lot of sense. The mustache. A little mustache. That'd be awesome. Yeah. hundred percent. Little low loafers. <laughs> and he's walking around and you're like, oh, you swallow my gear. Okay, cool. See you later. And he goes, what, what? I feel terrible. I'm like, I know. See you later, man. <laughs> To the retrograde podcast where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. My name is Andrew Baskin, and with me as always is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself, Kirby Air Rideworth. <laughs> I mean, Mikey Air Rideworth. Mikey Air Rideworth. Yes. Oh my God, you are, you're you're conflicted. They're, you're they both work. Yes, inside of each person are two wolves. Except <laughs> inside of inside of Mikey, there's a Mikey and a Kirby. Well, Kirby. Okay, here's this is what happened. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know this about Kirby. And I hate to get so blue off the top. Yeah, you do. Or pink. Or pink. Or pink. Mm-hmm. Which is what happened. Kirby and I, we were 69 <laughs> And when that happens, you both eat each other. So that's yes. how we became both oh, Mikey like and Kirby. Snake eating its tail. A snake eating its tail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a, a popular meme format where uh, Kirby has a cute little butt. Oh, and, yes. And uh, you know, I can't not see it because you never see the backside of Kirby, right? No, no. You, never, you don't know. Maybe he's... Maybe he's hanging, hanging sweet hams. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen him run though. I've seen him sprint. Oh, have you? And it's a dead sprint. It's a, it's he sprints fast. Wow. Actually, this game that we're going to be talking about today is the first game in which he could sprint. Yeah. Uh, which may be, hey, what a great time to introduce this what week's a, game. Absolutely. This is Mike Yarenworth. He's co-host. Hey, hey, what's going yeah. on? And I'm going to say uh, to those of you who are new to the podcast, first of all, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Secondly, typically what we do on this podcast is take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Usually it's something we had any affinity towards one way or another. <laughs> uh, we rate and review the game as we remember or a blood rival or with a main character you know one or the other <laughs> we will get into my rival with kirby in just a little bit uh a rivalry he may not know exists but i sure do absolutely uh we rate and review the games as we remember them back when we played them as little kids then we play the game play some of the audio in the video over on youtube then we rate and review the game as it holds up in the modern day against the likes of modern games uh this week's game as we mentioned is kirby's adventure ah. on the nes the follow-up to the uh widely well-received kirby's dreamland on the game boy a game that we had already done exactly on this podcast yeah. now i want to say off the top okay that kirby i think of mm. all of the games and franchises that we've done on this podcast okay. ranks the highest highest no no highest oh. compared to the retro score across the board think about we did oh. kirby's kirby's dreamland yeah we didn't love it as nope. kids no nope. nope. we did uh kirby superstar which yeah. was one of the biggest surprises of loved, of of this podcast loved that game love that game loved in that fact game. it was one of the higher rated games in this podcast history i think i think it was fantastic wow. that game obviously came afterwards on the super nintendo mm-hmm. this one on the nes we'll see if we can fall somewhere uh, in the middle yeah. sometimes what happens on the podcast is we go 
ahead in the franchise. And then when we dial it back to a past version, it doesn't review so well. But I think there's something about Kirby's mechanics that that might bleed through a little bit. I agree. You know, speaking of like speaking highly of Kirby, uh-huh. um, do you want to get into why you hate Kirby? This is like if you're new, oh. if you're if you're a long-standing D-pad. Thank you, first of all, thank you very much for your service. Hello, S- yes, absolutely. Hello, classic Mikey response. <laughs> uh, but if you're new, you need to know that my co-host over there, uh-huh. uh, Mikey Arnworth, uh, hates. Kirby. I would. I would also. I would. If I can just interject here, oh, please to clarify. Please. Yeah, you are my co-host. We are each other's co-hosts. We are 69ing off the hosting of this podcast. Right, right, right. Yes. I am uh, Mikey Andrew and Worth, <laughs> and you are Andrew Bascomikeyworth. Bascomworth? Yeah. Yeah. That works. That works. That was Bascom worth it to take that detour, <laughs> and I apologize <laughs> to our listeners. I do. I have this. You do. I, listen, it, I feel like everyone wow. else made it personal. It wasn't personal. It's, not, it's professional? <laughs> like Don Draper in an elevator. <laughs> I didn't think about Kirby at all. Until this goddamn podcast. Until this goddamn podcast. Flaunts Kirby in your face all the time. All I did was tell the truth. Right. Like Will Smith in Concussion. Like, yes, exactly. Very important. <laughs> what a podcast. <laughs> um, and, and, and told everyone, Kirby is, I think, canonically like a foot or like 16 inches tall. Right. And that probably includes his weird ass red shoes. Yeah. He's a little like piece of bubble gum. Mm. And, you know, you see him in something like Smash Bros. And he, and he does his little flippy shit and all that stuff. Mm-hmm everyone thinks that he's this big rough and tumble thing. There's this whole segment of the community that I feel started to actively defend Kirby. Once I started to say he's a little piece of garbage. Yeah. Cause okay. I think it started because you said I could kick the shit out of Kirby. I actually, I think originally it started where I said that I think I could kick the shit out of link because link Uh. loses fights to Kirby and Kirby is the most like, is the dumbest piece of shit in Nintendo's history. So Kirby was an innocent bystander to you shitting on Link. Yes. And, and, and then he's like, wait, what? Well, because what happened is everyone was like, you may be able to beat up Link, but you cannot beat up Kirby. Mm. Um, and I'm talking just fisticuffs. <laughs> just, just two big boys slapping each other in the face. <laughs> big boy slapping meat. Big boy slapping meat. Uh, yeah, and you know, friend of the show, Riley Little, right. who, who runs the Walmart Canada gaming Twitter account, mm-hmm. um, um, often says, you know, Kirby is probably the most powerful Nintendo character of all time. He's right. a walking black hole. And that must enrage you. It's it's just not true. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's no way okay. Kirby could beat me. Think about it. Right. When I was am. the last time you ever saw something that was 16 inches big mm-hmm. and thought, if it came down to it, I'm I'm running for my life. Never, I bet. Yeah. I don't know. If I pass a skunk, I'm like, oh. And right, like, but ah. if, you, if you had to fight for your life against if I had to fight for my life I'd rip that skunk in three parts you would I would just tear it tear it apart so easily with my hands I'd probably rip it into four a little bit quicker yeah you'd William Wallace it I would really Wallace it. you'd would, quarter it because I'm always walking around with the <gasps> a horse <laughs> ride like the wind bullseye you're a good podcast nay 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 horses it's back <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's Horsecast. Wow, imagine being a new listener to the podcast, which, you know what, we probably have several of. I'm going to leave the Kirby's fighting thing okay, please to, to the side. It, it'll probably come up again. But uh, I think it's important to bring up the fact that uh, uh, the reason we're doing this podcast is because Kirby Forgotten Lands comes out right. this week. If yes. you're listening to this the day that this episode comes out, comes out at the end of this week. And, you know, a new Kirby game is always reason for people mm-hmm. to get happy. Mm-hmm. It feels strangely, you know, as much as I've shat on Kirby, 
Uh, and I would, if we were in a fight, I would, I would, I would flat out drop a deuce on him. Right. Um, the more I have tactic. experience, it's a good tactic. I like tactic. it. No, I'm sorry. No, just, he's going to start sucking in. I've, I'm going to drop trow. <laughs> I've always thought that if I woke up and someone had, you know, pranked me by putting in a, me in an MMA fight that I was unaware of and I <laughs> yes. woke up in the ring, I would immediately throw up on myself and I would just go like, <laughs> now let's do this. Now let's go tough guy. And he's like, Ugh. and you're like, I know. And I'm just doing like a very concerned face because I'm clearly pooping in the ring. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, let's go. Let's fight. And he's like, ew, this guy's disgusting. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like here's the thing. If I'm in an MMA ring, regardless, at some point I'm shitting myself. <laughs> I want to do it on my terms. <laughs> Instead of them killing me and it's the last thing my body does. Exactly. My bowels <laughs> will be released. Yes, one way or another. As I, I call in that moment, my bowels are a deep cut Bob Dylan song because oh. they shall be released. <laughs> I just love the idea that I get knocked so unconscious it's it's crazy right like just it's so unconscious and the announcers are like this is truly embarrassing for him and his family nothing could ever get lower oh i think he shit himself <laughs> you get knocked so unconscious yeah that the next three days of your uh, outlook calendar mm-hmm. just get deleted immediately <laughs> like sorry can't do anything um holy moly but no so i yes. I, I want i do want to say this that i am i've come around a lot on kirby his games are great. I respect what he does. Yeah. Okay. Because of this podcast. Because of this podcast. Yeah. Seriously. Every time I go back and play it, as a kid, Kirby games, in spite of the fact that Kirby's Dreamland was notoriously um, almost criticized as being too easy, I really struggled with that <laughs> game as a kid. I really struggled with that game as a kid. I love that But game. going back and playing it and the mechanics, as we noticed, we're like, yeah. this game is, is very good. Yeah. I, there's a There are a ton of Kirby games that I missed along the way, but now we've got a new one coming to the Nintendo Switch at the end of this week, and I'm really excited for it. It's a little bit more open world, which, you know, can be hit and miss for me, but it looks like open world in the way that I would kind of appreciate. You know, mm-hmm. you got you got uh, uh, Mario that came out, Super Mario Odyssey, which with a similar style that I, that I really liked, and I think I'll probably give this one a shot. I just don't know when I'm going to get to it yeah. because uh, we kind of talked about this off pod a little bit. I'm struggling to really sink my teeth into Elden Ring, not because it's a bad game. Oh, it's interesting. fantastic. Okay. But I just haven't had a ton of time to, to really sit down and play. Things have been kind of busy. And in, in spite of that, a new game just came out called Tunic. 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 And it's a cute little fox Aww. with the bushiest old tail. Oh, my goodness. And it sounds nice. It sounds so nice. Yeah. And it's an isometric perspective, which okay. is... Oh, interesting. I'm discovering the Light Death Store and Hyper Light Drifter, my favorite angle in video games. And it looks like the graphics from The yep. Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Yeah. It's like kind of cartoony mm-hmm. with the challenge of Dark Souls. And I oh. feel like this game was made for me because yeah. I often get criticized for saying that uh, uh, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening is a game that I prefer over Breath of the Wild. Mm, I understand yeah. why that's not a popular opinion, but yes. I like a more streamlined, structured video game often. Right. Um, but the graphics of that were amazing. I love the isometric games and Dark Souls. That's that's my favorite. Uh, I, I'm almost tempted to play Tunic before I Mikey. get back into Elden Ring. And Mikey. I know I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't. Mikey. But this is another chapter into Mikey. We're bringing back all the classics here. <laughs> this is another chapter into hashtag Mikey doesn't finish. <laughs> and this is a game that you... We're so excited. Didn't we say in the most anticipated games of the year, Elden Ring was your number one? I think it was my most anticipated game of the year two years in a row because oh, yeah, we thought right. maybe it would come out last year, even yes. though I was pretty convinced it wouldn't. Uh, but yes, it was absolutely my most anticipated game of the year. I weirdly didn't even know Tunic was coming out until I started to see the reviews. Mm-hmm. And now that it's out, 
I feel like I was just given a gift. Yeah. <laughs> and that gift is what? Uh, Obligation? Uh, less time on my hands. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I will. I haven't downloaded it yet for yeah. that reason. I feel like I do need to get into Elden Ring a little bit more. I mm. feel so much FOMO. Like, here's a story. I'd love to hear it. It's a good story. Okay, thanks it's a for true prep. story. Okay, that's important. My friends after high school all went to one university. Like, one or, one or two. In Canada, it's called Western. Okay. Uh, in Ontario, Canada. I went all the way out to East Coast Canada, Halifax, Nova mm-hmm. Scotia. We would get back together in the summers and stuff, and all of my friends had grown together. They had inside jokes and all yeah. that stuff. They'd be doing their own things. I'd be out in Halifax wondering what my old high school buddies were doing. The FOMO I experienced then is not as strong as the FOMO I'm experiencing based on checking my Twitter feed and seeing everyone playing Elden Ring. Wow. I am so jealous of, of I just want to just fucking clear my calendar, like get knocked out in an MMA ring so bad that my calendar <laughs> clears and I can sit down and play this Put game. Put a bedpan down. Yeah, yes, absolutely. exactly. <laughs> Don't exactly. have to go to the bathroom. Um, so, so when everyone would get together in the summer mm-hmm. and they'd be like, Hey, did you hear, did you hear about Coinsy? And they're oh. like, Oh yeah. And Oh, Steve the great. And you're like, oh, and, you're, and you're just sitting there like, Oh, those sounds like cool people. <laughs> Dude, like, yeah, that is to a T what happened. Nicknames all changed. 100%. My friend Robin, he's beans now beans and he's still beans beans. Andrew's not on board. Uh, I don't think I'm on board on this. Yeah. One. All this, all this shit just changed. And, wow. and, but still the amount of FOMO I experienced with that was, is, was less is, is not compared to this bushy tail Fox, not to the, wow. No, not the bushy tail Fox. It's to see how much time people are, are spending with Elden oh, Ring I see. and how much, like I really want to, to spend time in that. What, but, but you, you know what would help that? What? Not buying tunic. <laughs> Honestly, it would. I, but I have no control over that, Andrew. You, you know do, that. No, no, you do, Mikey. No, because I gave up Overwatch finally, and now my body uh, needs a new addiction. And okay. that addiction is buying games that I will not touch. It's like quitting cigarettes and drinking nine cups of coffee a day. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know if that's better for you. <laughs> you know you know what it is for me is like some people get that that dopamine rush when they like platinum something and mm-hmm. they get that platinum trophy yes. on lock. For me, it's tunic has downloaded. Yes. That's <laughs> the dopamine rush I get. Oh, yeah. oh, you just lay further in the couch. T- tunic is ready to play. Play now? No. <laughs> no. What do you want to do? Go back to the PlayStation Store. <laughs> you holding the PlayStation button and turning it off like, oh, <laughs> God, that was fantastic. Time to there, go to bed. There is a game that you've been spending some time with. I uh, have. Uh, so as an update for last week, you were saying you were likely going to get WWE yes. 2K22. Have you have you have I, you got, gotten my, it, Mikey? I downloaded it. Oh, Andrew, that's uh, my amazing. eyes rolled to the back of my head. Uh, <laughs> I I've been playing it, uh, and I I have thoughts. I oh. have thoughts. First off, I want to say, uh, rest in peace, Scott Hall. Fuck yes. I, I yes. just you know what we we uh, we I, record. We should say if you didn't hear last week's episode, we recorded it before the news of Scott Hall. So the best we could do was add a little preamble to the yeah. episode. We played WWF WrestleMania, and that was kind of the precipice of why I, right. you know, I was talking about why I wanted to play WWE and doing things. And Razor Ramon was a huge character in oh, last yeah. week's game. And you know, by the time we'd recorded and the time that the episode came out, he had you know he had a horrible thing during surgery and passed away, and uh, we didn't get a full chance to like eulogize him, but. He, he just, I can't begin to express how great Scott Hall was a wrestler and how much he sold that hero uh, in the ring to Mikey and I's kids. And yeah. so it was just a devastating loss uh, for us. So, you know, just hor- horrible timing with the game yeah. coming up, but it gives us an opportunity to talk about it. So, Absolutely. You know, yeah. I, I think for, for anything like that. So, you know, Scott Hall, one of the best. Is, uh, he, is he in WWE 2K22? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. And do you play uh, as him a lot? Uh, you can. Uh, but then again, you know what's funny? I, there was a moment I'm like, oof. Razor Ramon, that's kind of rough. Like, you know, feeling weird about right, it. Right, right. But then you up, look up and down the wrestlers and half of them are dead. Oh, of course. It's like half of them are dead. And yeah. you're like, well, oh, okay. Is well, Eddie Guerrero in it? 
Eddie Guerrero is in it and one of my favorite wrestlers. I hear so. that one of the most unstoppable characters in that game is Chris Benoit. Uh, no, he's not in that game. Oh, he's not in that no, game? No, he's not in that game and all his moves have now been renamed so you have to like, kind of find them again. Really? Like the diving headbutt is, I forget what it is, but yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, uh, what a story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what a story. What a story. <laughs> I actually do want to tweet out uh, a link to an incredible obituary that was written about Scott oh, Hall from okay. The Ringer. Uh, it just, it just, it makes you believe that you can do a little bit more. So that it's just a really cool article. So I'm going to tweet that it out. It makes but you believe you can do a little bit more. In in the position you're in. Oh, the way okay. that he, the, he was just a wrestler to us, right. right? But the way that he was able to sell being a wrestler, sell other people, I just thought it was really, really cool. Amazing. So, Amazing. Uh, we'll talk about that. But WWE. Yes. Uh, it's better. Oh. Than previous games. It's still not great. Really? So it's not, the, the problem is the, 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 the basement to like the expectation level is so low. Sure. Right. Is based it, on WWE 2K 20. 20. Cause they 20. missed a year. Yes. yes. Which was so bad that they, as you mentioned, took a hiatus from making wrestling games. Absolutely. And so they, you know, the problem was that you couldn't play matches. Everyone would just glitch out. You right. fall under the ring or something like that. I haven't run into any of those issues. So, Good. Great. Good job. Good. It's playable. Yes. That's a good yes. first step. But it's not spectacular. And one of the biggest things that I was really excited for it to come back was the My GM mode. Right. I just think it's so much fun. And it is a total inside job thing of like, you're aware that ratings just and Just like money, 9-11, man. Oh, I don't know about that. I mm. think that. No, we've talked about that off pod. Oh, oh, right. The cameras. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not. Let's see. Yeah. Chris Benoit, 9-11. Inside job <laughs> in the last five minutes. <laughs> it's, uh, no, Chris Benoit did 9-11. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, I think that is it. You know, I'm on board now again. Um, is uh, is that the MyGMO, it's like, it totally takes back the curtain of wrestling in general. And like, it's about money and ratings and signing player, signing wrestlers and throwing them into matches that like, oh, you got to build a feud for a couple of weeks. And now that that is intensified. That is fascinating to me. So as a GM, I, when you were explaining this to me, because mm-hmm. I haven't played a wrestling game in a long enough time that the GM mode hasn't existed. Okay. So you're telling me that in the GM mode in WWE 2K22, you are like a Vince McMahon type, as we mm-hmm. mentioned. Uh, you actually get to pick a GM, like Stephanie McMahon or oh, cool. uh, Sonya Deville. You get to create your own. So I just create me in a suit. Amazing. Uh, and and you get to, like, there's power cards. So, like, oh, th- there's health and stamina. And, like... But oh, is is the, the like, kayfabe has been broken as Completely the, broken. That is so cool that they do that. Completely broken. That's so cool. This guy's a heel. This guy's a face. Uh, this is his fighting style. So cruiser cruiserweights are good against giants. Right. And that's a more interesting match. Oh, you should... You can't have just only solo matches. You should throw in a tag team match on the card. Interesting. Things and, like and that. And say, say you're the GM and you're talking to two wrestlers. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming there are scenes where that happens. Are they talking to each other in character? Or are you, you talking to them as like, hey, you have to win and you have you, to lose? There is a, a communication method through like, it seems like text. And so like uh, Triple H will like he's like the guide for yeah. you to help you out. He's like, oh, I need to see this. And he'll give you like goals every week to like, hey, don't, Charlotte Flair is really tired. So don't uh, play her this sure, week. You know? sure. like, okay, cool. Um, there's there's not as much communication as, but there is like promo segments that you get to use okay. them for. Like, so they get to self, self-promote or it's crazy to raise their right. popularity or they get to call somebody out to create a rivalry. Okay. Uh, or, but is, is, the, is the conceit broken that like these guys are actually fighting each other or is it aware that even that is kind of staged? No, there, there's no... You don't uh, you don't rig the matches. You don't say who's going to win. Oh, okay, okay. So they cool, like cool. you can simulate. You can play the match, and you can kind of in that way determine yes. what's going to happen. Well, that's neat. But you simulate it otherwise. And so like, there's been times where like I'm not playing this match. So like, man, I really need Finn Balor to win. And you're like, oh, we lost. Shit. What am I going to do with okay, the belts? Okay, so that that I like. I was almost worried that they would break cave vape 
too much yeah. where it's like it's like hey like you got to go in there and lose this fight totally then, yeah, yeah yeah like I'm building him up in a rivalry so I'm gonna th- but I need the other guy to take a week off because if they just fight four times in right. a row it's not gonna right. be interesting right. so I hope he keeps his belt he lost and you're like oh shit now what do I do it is interesting but it's still slightly limited you can only have solo matches and tag team matches okay no 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 three way matches Whoa. no like in, in that in that oh, mode oh, only okay, okay, in that okay. mode only yeah, in, yeah. in the normal game there's I don't know hundreds of types of matches right. and stuff like that so it's still a, slightly a bit limited but it is a lot of fun I love that amount of control you could sign all these like legends to come in and yeah. do stuff on a five week contract how, how quickly do the legends become available because the only way I would get this game because I, I haven't watched wrestling in forever the only way I would get this game is if I have almost immediate access to like Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon I will say so I in a match so like each of the wrestlers are you have to buy them for a thousand in game units right okay but by doing a single match you get 500 of those oh units. great so you know like put in a couple of matches you can buy the person you want and are the matches f- fun like like how how does the how does the the gameplay stack up to like wcw versus nw or so it's changed a lot in the way that they're aware that it's entertainment so right. it's not always about winning even though winning is good and you get more points or dollars or whatever it is for it there is a star meter in the top left of the the how good the match is and the, the match is good because you're doing varied types of moves. You're not just doing, you're not spamming the same button. Oh, wow. If there's a back and forth. There's lots of finishers there. You go outside the ring. Oh, it goes up a little bit higher. There's there's drama to it. So they're aware that it's an entertainment. I and, almost have difficulty picturing what that would play like. Like if I'm playing you, yeah. not in GM mode, if mm-hmm. you and I are just yeah. playing, the goal is to, to win, right? The goal is to win because you get more points right. that way too. But it, also if it's just like a complete squash, Maybe that's not the most entertaining oh, match. Shit. And then, you know, whatever. So you take risks as one of the wrestlers to be like, I'm going to let this guy beat up on me a little bit. Or I'll take bigger chances. Right. I'll like, I'll throw right. him outside and then try and jump from the top rope, but that might not work. And then, you oh, know. Oh, that's great. It is great. You know what? Actually, to be honest, considering we've been talking about this this long, let's make, let's go over to the Mushroom Club and play it together. I, I would love that. Okay. I would absolutely love that. Absolutely. So uh, in the next couple of weeks, you'll see us talk about this and play this. I've created a Mikey character like we talked about. So we'll, we'll, we'll. Maybe take that to video too. That's amazing. We'll We'll figure something out. One thing we should say before we move on Mm -hmm. uh, about the Mushroom Club, patreon.com slash retrograde podcast, is we're planning uh, a very exciting (laughs) sports bracket. Yes. It's going to be the best sports games of all time. We're starting with as many as we can think of. We've got them into four categories. We've got arcade and simulation Mm -hmm. and two subcategories in each of those of current and retro games. Mm -hmm. So you've got current arcade, current simulation, uh, uh, retro arcade, retro simulation. And we're going to be pitting them against one another to find out what ultimately is the best sports game of all time. Super excited to do that. It's going to take place over the course of three, maybe four episodes. Yeah. We'll see how it's it goes. In, in honor of March Madness, it's March right now. We're going to be finding out what's the best sports game of all time by doing a bracket. Super excited to do that. So yeah, uh, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast. Kirby. 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 What? I mean, talk about segues. <laughs> Guys, I don't, I, you're the segue guy. Yes. I'm the inventor of the segue that I, wrote it right off a cliff. <laughs> I almost appreciate your way of doing it so much more. Just like, now we're going to talk about this because it's so convoluted when I, it's convoluted when anyone makes a segue. And you know why that is? Mm -hmm. Because anytime someone makes a good segue, people are like, that was a good segue, which is completely the opposite of what the, if it's a really good segue, you wouldn't even notice. Exactly. Yeah. Like if I, if we were talking about wrestling, I'm like, we need to swallow this topic for a second and talk about Kirby. (laughs) People would be like, Oh, very good. Yes. All right. (laughs) That is pretty good actually. But when it comes to swallowing, this was actually the first Kirby game that allowed for swallowing and copying. 
Really? That was a good segue. Whoa, that, that is, even though we were talking about that segues, is a good right, segue. Right? See, if I didn't say it, then it would have been, because now we're like fucking talking now about it. Now we're just going. Now we're just oh, fucking just going. Wait, syllabus. what did I say again? Swallowing and copying. What? Uh, where was I going? Segway right off the cliff. Um, yeah, so so I, I do want to talk about some of the differences between Kirby's Adventure and Kirby's mm, Dreamland. Dreamland, okay. which we already did, obviously. Almost a year apart. Uh, and, and this, obviously, coming on the NES, had a little bit more hardware to, to work with. However... Kirby's Adventure was a game that was made and designed for the NES. Development started eight years into the NES's life cycle and came out 10 years after the life cycle where it uh, it came out into an environment where the SNES had already been around for three years. This game came out in May, uh, May 1st in North America of 1993. 1990, the SNES came out. Yeah. So, like, imagine... Two, uh, another year from now, mm-hmm. a PS4 exclusive comes out. Yeah. And in this case... Kirby's Adventure was actually on the top of the sales charts oh in May of that year. That's crazy. Imagine a PS4 game that is only for PS4 comes out a year from now and is top of the charts. It's almost hard to believe too because like right now everything is so like every PS4 of a game is a PS5 game and stuff like that. This is kind of the worst generation to use that as an but example. It's, but. it's almost hard to understand how big of a deal this would be. Yes. You're like, yes. oh, I guess I gotta, f- yeah, I'll pull up my Nintendo. It would It would be more of like, because when the PS2 came out to mm-hmm. the PS3, yes. that jump was a much more of a rift. Like three years into the PS3's life cycle, all you were getting on PS2 was like the budget version of a movie game yeah. that no one wanted yeah, to yeah, play. Yeah, like yeah. The, one of the Lego games would have made it better sure. or something like yeah. that. Um, uh, not to shit on the Lego games, but mm, uh, this game though. was uh, uh, developed by by Hal, published by Nintendo, directed by the great Masahiro Sakurai of yep. Smash Bros. fame. Now, listen, I don't want to start any conspiracies. Um, Except for the few that you flooded already. That's not a conspiracy. Chris Benoit <laughs> did 9-11. Did a 9-11. He, did, he completed on 9-11 at least one. Mm-hmm. Um, that we know of. That we know of. Yep. What about keep the ones keep we looking, know? though. Keep looking. Can we keep finding? He just keeps on doing them in the afterlife, too. <laughs> Can't get rid of him over there. <laughs> One day we're going to wake up. He's going to be back on Earth. God's oh, going to be like, really? don't need this guy. Oh, my God. He keeps on committing 9-11s all over the place. <laughs> Jesus Get him out of here. <laughs> Enough of this. Get him out of here. Scamp. We, we look at God and we're yeah. like, what are we supposed <laughs> like, to do? Yeah. If you couldn't handle it. Oh, my he's God. Like, he's like, just think of him as the second comic. He's my son. I just fucking do what you will. Second we would com- crucify that bitch. <laughs> we would send him right back to daddy. So good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, second coming would make sense. The world would end. <laughs> yeah, it would be like, oh, he's back. Uh, this is good. Okay, it's been a nice ride, everybody. Uh, I know one world that would definitely end: wrestling entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> the world of wrestling entertainment. Uh, so I mentioned Masahiro Sakurai of Smash Bros. Fame. I don't want to start any conspiracies. However, okay, Kirby, very powerful in Smash Bros. Mm. Sakurai. Oh. I see the Time connection. to kill your darlings. Yeah. Is that how you use that? Uh, no, but I, uh, no, but all right, let's just keep going with it. Still kill your darlings. Just kill your darlings. Do like regardless. Does, send them to earth and we'll kill them for you. Um, so I, I also found this uh, pretty impressive because it was, it was produced by Satoru Iwata and Shigeru Miyamoto. And imagine, you know, Sakurai's no, no schlep, right? No but schlep. Imagine, no, sorry. You said no schlep. Right, schlebs kill their darlings, and I don't know how to make any of this work. Um, I, I, I do kind of think though that it would be an incredibly intimidating experience mm-hmm. being Sakurai and having Iwata and Miyamoto oh, over your shoulders looking at you. Like how, how in your right mind do you sit there in front of a screen with a giant pink? circle or a tiny pink circle with two shoes yeah as two of the greatest video game developers of all time stand behind you and think 
I'm doing a good job. I'm, I'm you crushing guys are this. so self-conscious. Oh, absolutely. The 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 balls on this guy. <laughs> Massive balls. Massive balls. Good for him. Um so I I uh I one of the more interesting development uh, portions of this game is when this game, uh, when Kirby's Dreamland first came out on on the Game Boy. Mm. Obviously, monochrome. Kirby was white, and mm. on the cover, Kirby was white. And in the NES, when they had some colors that they could work with, uh, uh, Sakurai made him pink. Yeah, and said that everyone that that he had always intended Kirby to be pink. And every time you read about that, the next sentence is everyone around him was very surprised. At this. <laughs> He didn't tell anybody. No, he's just like no. That he's he's pink. But I, what I don't get is like on the cover of of Kirby's Dreamland, he's, yeah. he's white. Yeah, he looks like Boo. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Too spooky. Way too spooky. I don't like it. Way too spooky. And it's a ghost that eats people. I don't like it. Oh yeah, pick one or the other. Either the ghost tries to eat you and you skip right through it, mm-hmm. or it's a cannibal that eats me, but it's human, therefore I'm not afraid of it. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't even think about that. Can't be both. Can't be both. No, it's like, that's you got to like, pick one. Pick a lane. It's like the Superman of horrors. Like mm-hmm. what? You you have ice breath and laser eyes. What yeah, the fuck 100%. are you doing? Yeah, it's like Michael Myers that can get into your dreams as well. No, wait, wait you pick one. No, that would be scary as shit. Well, that's Freddy. No, I know, but like you can't be both. You I'm can't saying do both. It, it would be too scary. You got you got to be either a monster that is you know unkillable, or what's up? Here's a bracket. Okay, which we actually could do a bracket like this in one of our scary months. Mike Myers, one of our scary, one of our scary, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mike Myers, yeah. uh, Jason beat Freddy. We know that in Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. Would Mike Myers beat Jason or would Jason beat Mike Myers? Mike Myers, the comedian. Yeah. <laughs> You're saying Mike, Mike Myers. Yeah. Michael Myers. <laughs> We're close. <laughs> would Michael Myers beat Freddy? Um, if this is like a, a tiger versus a bear argument, because mm-hmm. like if Michael Myers touches Freddy, he's dead, which is what happened when Jason touched him. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, is 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 Freddy third in the power rankings there? I think probably. Oh. Unless unless and we don't know. Does yeah. Mike Myers go to sleep? Does Jason go to sleep? Because if uh, they do, yeah, that's a good question. I don't. Know. Do they also, go to sleep? What would Jason's nightmare look like? Oof. Uh, we need to watch this movie. I think. I think, I think we do. Yeah, because he was like dead under a lake yeah. for a long time. So you imagine he was probably. I think it would. Hibernating. Be, I think it would be he would have very pleasant dreams. I, you do. I, I don't think he thinks he's killing people. I think he thinks he's like spreading joy and like waving ribbons at them. But it's his machete. Oh wow, that's dark. It's like a Harley Quinn type. Yes, thing. exactly. Yeah. exactly. Oh wow, I think he's trying to get vengeance on the camp counselors that were bullies to him at Camp Crystal Lake. Mm, you you may think well, that's that. what his mother's doing. I guess that's what his mother's doing. Yeah. yeah, Jason. That's a whole different thing. But speaking of, of yeah, dreamscapes. We can talk. Oh, I really was thinking hard dream. about that. Hmm. It's a good okay. one. Maybe, it maybe, is. maybe for the mushroom club down there at some point. Yeah. Uh, I like let that. us know which other evil villains you want us to talk <laughs> about. Uh, and we're not talking about Chris Kirby. Benoit. Oh, okay. <laughs> Kirby as well. Yeah. Evil villain. So the story here, and this, this has always fascinated me. Like, how do you write a serious story about a small pink thing? Um, uh, the story is that Kirby has to repair the star rod after King DDD breaks it mm. and gives all of the, the different pieces of it to his various minions. Okay. Now that is a premise that only exists in fantasy and fiction. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Again, it's always, it's always that it's, it's break it up and Mm -hmm. give little pieces of it here and there. Try doing that in the real world. Yeah. If I take your PS five. Okay. And I break it and I give pieces of it to my minions. Yeah. All I'm going to have are, really angry minions yes. that now have someone coming after them. Yeah, that's true. I put them in a really shitty situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, they would be... Uh, where's the positive for them? No, I can't imagine it's anywhere. They got yeah. a piece of rubble yeah. that they have to defend 
against you who's mad about the one thing you lost. Right. And the nothing that they've gained. Yeah, you got like John Wick. Like, what if they cut up John Wick's dog? And just right. gave him parts. And John Wick's like, well, got to kill y'all now. And like, what am I supposed to do with this quartered dog? That we're probably like a- quartered by horses. Horses! <laughs> horses! Rod like the wind, bullseye. You're a good podcast. Nay, nay, nay. Horse, horse. Horse cast. Um, always love a good horse cast. Uh, a good, horse we're, cast. we're making up for lost time in yeah. this one. Um, so that's that's the story of it. I don't know whether the story ever really means anything or makes much sense here. But well, like honestly, get a, get at us at retrograde Mikey at retrograde Andy. Is this like? Do you play this game? Like, man, I need to find the scepter because of you know, like King DDD is like. Do you have an opinion on King DDD? When when you were a kid, no. First of all, I a lot of people love King DDD, but I think that really? is because of the Smash Bros iteration like i think that's why you develop an affinity towards Mm. him um did you ever pay attention to these side-scrolling stories when you were playing them as kids no no like i i don't they're very basic for a reason because it's hard to get like super invested into like oh the princess nether castle yes like it's inevitable and it's not surprising it's a means to an end basically 100 like the fact that they even put that much story in there is surprising right you know like the breaking up of the 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 rod what did you say star rod star rod another item in smash bros Mm. sakurai come on man Get some new ideas, buddy. What are you doing? What are you doing? He had some new ideas for uh, for this game. Obviously, I mentioned uh, running. It's the first game that he can run in. He can do the slide kick. He can release a puff of air to damage things. He can do the copy. So really, this is kind of the the uh, first iteration of the Kirby that we know and love. Mm-hmm. Dreamland was almost more of a proof of concept, but this gave Kirby a lot of those uh, identity elements that, that we know him for. And I was thinking about it. There are so many gimmicks in games and gameplay mechanics that are copied all over the place. Copying an enemy is something that still isn't done very often. It's still kind of original. And this is something that originated in the 80s. I think it's part of the reason why when we go back and play these Kirby games, they are standing out so much is because they're not so repetitive it hasn't been beat, beaten over the head where you're like oh right no it's still super unique right and and fun to play because there's nothing like kirby exactly exactly it, it feels in a nutshell and the gameplay feels you know how we talk about how a lot of older games the difficulty is not in playing the game it's in playing the controls it's yeah. managing the controls yeah. uh like batman a few a few uh, uh weeks ago yep. was kind of the same way uh, batman controlled pretty well but there are a lot of those games yep. this one feels like the controls are tailored or, or the difficulty is tailored around the controls but the controls also work very fluidly right so you never feel like the reason you're dying is because the controls weren't good enough to get you to do what you wanted to do and that involves changing the pacing of the game mm-hmm. giving you a certain amount of power but not too much and it feels like these games were always very balanced granted this is one that they wanted to make more difficult because of the criticism of kirby Dream- kirby's dreamland we'll see how well that that plays into to this one but it was received very well game rankings 84 percent uh wow. which is which is pretty good you yeah know, it's, it's not it's not going to break the bank okay but uh egm gave it an 8.25 game pro okay. a 20 out of 20 Fumitsu a 33 out of 40 and official nintendo magazine back in 2009 rated it the I mentioned this at the top of the episode, 69th best <sighs> Nintendo game of all time. Like he, that is incredibly nice. That is incredibly nice. Oh my God. Andrew is so fucking <laughs> So nice. 69 has come up a lot in the show. It has. <laughs> wow. I, we should do an episode where we're 69. <laughs> yeah. If we get enough people to our Patreon account, we will do a whole episode where I've got a microphone in my crotch. Yes. You've got one in yours. Andrew. I honestly will I do that. I would 100% do that. I am shameless when it comes to this. 100% do that. Uh, hit us up. Make us go viral. <laughs> Patreon.com. Such a great podcast. Podcast 69. Now, did you, did you play this 
iteration. Did you play this Kirby game? I did play this Kirby game. I did as well. And this one kind of stood out to me. It, it wasn't as iconic to me, I think, as the Game Boy version, Kirby's Dream Land. And I think that's probably because I was already struggling with Dream Land on the Game Boy, mm-hmm. as I mentioned earlier. And then a harder, more complicated version comes out. I had this hesitance to play it because of the original, so I didn't give it a ton of time. I had a fair amount of time with it. But again, this goes back to like my great shame of Kirby games. Not having given them the time of day because I just didn't understand them as kids. And, and, and I would you know, we'll get to it in the ratings, but yeah. you know, do you, if you had enough experience, like what what was your experience playing this game? Was so this th- this isn't the the Kirby game that stands out, right? Uh, we talked about we talked about it previously, so that that I got to keep that kind of in mind a little bit while while eventually rating these games. Yes. That the Game Boy version. Um, that Kirby's Adventureland, excuse me. Uh, uh, the Game Boy was Kirby's Dreamland. Kirby's Dreamland. This is Kirby's Adventure. Sorry, Sorry yeah. that's what I meant. Kirby's Dreamland. That's the one that I like when I think about Kirby. That's the one that yes. I really think about. This one was like a nice primer to that. Yeah, you know, we were like, oh, okay, I get it. Oh, yeah. okay, I think I got it. So, but it wasn't. It wasn't my favorite. Okay, and I I had a similar experience. I think I played this one a lot with my brother as well. It was on the NES. We had already probably moved on. Yeah, we had moved on at that point to the Super Nintendo, so we were playing other things. It felt not really like a step back, though, because I feel like at that time, you just played most consoles surreptitiously yeah. or simultaneously. Like It was kind of like you, you, you wouldn't really play one over the other. It was just what games were available. Mm. And obviously you want to play on Super Nintendo because the graphics are better, but that wasn't a deterrent. What was a deterrent to me was the difficulty and just the fact that I think it was, you know, as as a positive to the game, it was so different from other games that you played back then. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, that meant to me it was worse yeah. because different wasn't good necessarily. Mm. I didn't need variety in video games. I just wanted to be able to play them without worrying about dying every three right. seconds. Yeah, yeah, Difficulty yeah. in video games was a big barrier for me. Um, but with that said, do you want to get into our ratings yeah, of, let's of our, do this. our our, our, our uh, uh, memories of this game? So mm-hmm. as we mentioned at the top of the episode, we're going to give this game a rating based on what we thought of it when we played it as a kid. It's going to be out of four bits and then we're going to play the game and then come back and rate it uh, uh, in the modern day out of four bits against the likes of modern games like WWE 2K22, yep. like Tunic, like, like Elden Ring. Yes. Uh, so why don't you lead us off, Andrew? What is your rating out of four bits for Kirby's Adventure? Absolutely. I haven't played Tunic, so I think it's awful. So I think Kirby's <laughs> better. Uh, no, I, you know what? Like I said, I I really liked um, the Game Boy version of uh, of Kirby uh, Dreamland. So I, in my mind, that was the that was the the gold standard of Kirby, and then everything kind of came after sure. that. So I can't give this one an incredibly high score, even though I did enjoy playing the game and I had a lot of affection for the character. It was so unique and so cute, and the way it kind of walks around with this like this cock in the walk, right? type thing very very fancy he knows what he's just he's ready to kick some ass yes um i loved kirby but the the franchises were not one of my favorites right so i can't give an incredibly high score and since i've already set the standard with a game that i also really liked i'm gonna give it a two and a half two and a half i people are are not going to like this because i'm right there with you uh, with the two and a half now what i will say about it is that first of all as we always say our retro scores are very subjective incredibly we're re, re- reviewing them as though we are children yes. it is our perception of the game back when we played it and back when i played it it was difficult it was challenging it was frustrating confounding mm-hmm. i in spite of that at an early age, continued to come back to it, which I think says something about it. Although when you asked me what my favorite games were at the time, I probably would have said, I don't like this Kirby game. (laughs) I mentioned this with the Game Boy version. It gave me anxiety. There was something about Kirby that gave me anxiety because I think I assumed the challenge would be there. The tree in the Game Boy version scared the shit out of me. It was a scary tree though. I loved making it cry. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hated when it threw apples at me. Uh, And that, 
that goes to most of my high school bullies. Actually. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They threw a lot of apples at you. They threw a lot of apples, and I loved making them cry. <laughs> um, the uh, so I, I'm going to give this one a two and a half as well. But keep in mind that is the retro score. We're going to take a break and play the mm. game, and I have a feeling. It's going to come back a little bit higher in the modern day, but who knows? Who knows? If it's been like the last couple of Kirby games, yes. Yes. But we'll see. I just hope it doesn't. I think that's the anxiety thing. Because the, the infinite amount of sucking in. Yes. Does unnerve me a little bit. That is. It makes me feel like I'm like, oh, I'm too full of air. Stop. You got to breathe. I, yeah. stop, I stop breathing. Yeah. Uh, suck. Okay. Yes. You stop sucking. Um never gonna happen <laughs> five out of eight in our retro scores mikey let's go play this game all right we'll see you on the other side look at the colors hey he's pink he's actually kind of also more orange oh look how cute he kirby is so cute he why is. would i ever want to beat him up i well i've been thinking the same see, thing here's the thing okay. i think kirby and i might be pals but everyone else is pitting us against we're like two 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 grade school kids who's like, pinning a, you i heard kirby said this about you and then someone says to kirby even though i, I wanted to say it behind kirby's back you like wanted a good to guy that's not a good guy that's what a good person no does. that's not what a good person does. fine you want me to say all the things i say behind your back to your face mm, i don't know actually maybe not see <laughs> point made <laughs> All right, Kirby's Adventure, HAL Laboratory, Kirby 1 start, Kirby 2 start, Kirby 3 start. Which one do you want to do? Do you always go 1? Yeah, I do. Man, am I boring? You want to live on the edge a little bit? You want to go with 2? You want to go 3? Oh, my God. Andrew. We're getting crazy here. <laughs> <laughs> Number 3. One thing is, yep. do not fucking tell my parents. Why? What's going to happen? Do, do I have your word? You gotta give me some context to this. <laughs> Why can't Never I? Never mind, we're going one. Oh my god. If you're not guaranteeing it, we're going one. I feel like you're hiding something. Wait, he has a sword in this? Vegetable Valley. <laughs> something much more interesting is happening. <laughs> Kirby has a sword. Well, here's the thing is he does if he swallows a sword carrying right. batty. Yes. What do you think the size limitation on, on Kirby swallowing something is? Like, could he swallow a battle cruiser? See, that's the thing. They, everyone says that there's a black hole in his belly, but in Kirby's, uh, 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 Kirby Forgotten Lands in the, in the advertisement for it, he can't even swallow a fucking car. So why am I that afraid of him? Right. Cause I was thinking there has to be a limitation. There has, can, of course there has to be. Can he swallow a car and turn into a car? Cause if he's 16 inches and most of the enemies are his size, mm -hmm. then there's 16. I can probably swallow something that's 16 inches. I know I can swallow something that's eight. <laughs> I'm I'm still kind of trying to uh, to get the hang of the controls, even though it was the NES. There weren't there weren't a lot, but already you know we've swallowed two different enemies, and the differentiation in their abilities are pretty significant. I I would say so. So like on the bottom, there's a little heads up display that has uh, Kirby's health, uh, the six points that I was talking about earlier, a score, a little really kind of cute designed card telling you what abilities you currently have. Yes. It, right now it's normal, which is a good ability. Yes. And then uh, lives right on the right of that. I, what do you think about the way it looks so far? I think it looks amazing. It looks, that's, how is this the fucking uh, NES? You know what I mean? Like I it looks so good. I can't believe how good it looks. I'm glad we're talking about this because it's just, it's so clean. It's just so clean. All the lines are so clean. Um, the colors are so vibrant. You could see clear what would eventually be Mario references in this level. Yes, yes. I can see the difference between this and the SNES, mm -hmm. but I am impressed with how this looks regardless. So it's sort of like, you know, in Mario, you have the 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 overworld map. Yep. And you've got the, the different like uh, little 
paths that you kind of go on to enter a level. In this, mm. you enter doors. There's kind of an overworld, and you go into different doors. There are a variety of doors that'll get you against some mini bosses, some okay. mini games. Like you're going to a mini game, Crane yeah. Fever, right crane now. Crane Fever. Use the buttons to move the crane and try to get a Kirby. Get a Kirby. Get a Kirby. A big one's hard to get, but worth it. So, okay, let's be real here. Is the species Kirby? Or is Kirby an individual name on one of these species? I think this is a wink to the camera moment saying that you're getting a Kirby and it's going to be like a Kirby plush doll. It's crane uh, fever, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. So I got to move here. And, and then, then I press go. A to go down. So it's a typical crane game like in a uh, like an arcade. Like in an arcade. Ooh. And I got one. Okay, way easier than a typical crane game. Oh, no. No, I'm that bad. was it. You okay, only get, you only get one, one shot. I got one Like Kirby. M&M. And you threw up all over your mom's spaghetti. spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> it's a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why did he throw up his mom's spaghetti? Because he threw up on his mom's yeah. spaghetti before. <laughs> I threw up all that threw up spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like the copyability. It's almost hard to imagine playing the cop or playing this game without the copyability, uh, like we did on the Game Boy version. I think this is a boss you're this facing. This is a boss, and I Andrew am sitting there. accidentally stood in the perfect area where it couldn't hit you. You know how there always is that moment <laughs> yes. against the boss? I, I had the fire ability, and I landed right in front of him and just un unleashed holy hell onto this guy. Boy, did you. So interesting. Uh, a nice, cool, kind of cool health bar again for the uh, for the boss. I thought that was really good. That you got a full health bar. Well, no, that, that seeing their health bar oh, right yes. under ours, I just yes. thought it was like a kind of really cool way to display it. So Andrew's now in a little underground cavern area. I think you could try to fly up those little spaces because you can just you can just fucking fly in this game yeah you, every once in a while you forget that you can just fucking you just fly. fucking fly oh like imagine oh oh shit imagine oh. being a pilot and one day you're like oh i'm so bored i don't know what to do and then your friend's like you know you can just uh you can just fucking fly and fly anywhere yeah you're a pilot just don't sully it do you think all <laughs> do you think don't sully his good name yeah. do you think pilots play all video games with pilot controls if they don't they're liars they or they're bad at their jobs oh no uh, so Andrew just got hit and lost what was a very seemingly dominant uh, uh, yeah. Ooh, ability that you had. Should I go had. with that? Yeah, there's, so there's a, a tomato at the bottom, which will give you full health. You're pretty close to full health, oh, but oh, well, now, now, now you're going to need it. Now you're going to need it. So when you suck someone in, you got to press down to take their, their power. Oh, fuck. And I think Andrew failed at getting the, the little mushroom. Nothing. Or the, the, the tomato. Tomato as as a power-up, I like it. More than turkey, you like almost. It? More than turkey. Oh, fuck me. What did I do So, there? Andrew, as a <laughs> as a thing that can fly, fell into a spike pit, which feels like you have got no one to blame but yourself on that one. Mikey, I have no one to blame but myself. <laughs> Light that guy on fire! Light him on fire, Andrew! <laughs> burn, Kirby says! Burn! My enemies will burn! I do feel like for as smiley as Kirby is, he probably is also a, an enormous psychopath. Oh my god, yeah. It doesn't look like he has any remorse or regret from consuming people and taking their souls. But why would you? Which I assume that's what it is. Because they're way. trying to do it to him, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's also true. It's a, it's a eat or be eaten world, literally and figuratively. Yes. How did they end up on the name Kirby? Uh, it was actually based on the lawyer that fought the uh, oh. Donkey Kong lawsuit. Yeah, okay. His last name was Kirby. And he honestly looks like Kirby looks. You know, every time that we go like, you know, Nintendo is maybe one of the most creative companies that's ever existed. <laughs> we start basing it on like, well, Mario was a landlord and Kirby was yeah. a lawyer. <laughs> 
We were in the Empire State Building when Don when King Kong attacked, so we yes. just went with that. <laughs> oh, needle, needle! Whoa, yo, that animation. So we we that is really that is fucking awesome. Cool. So we we sucked in a a, a kind of a needle monster, and yeah. the specialty is Kirby now uh, uh, crouches down and becomes a needle. You know what I find most impressive about this game, especially being on the NES? Wow, that was cool. Is the fact that I think there are like 40 total power-ups in this game. Wow! But you think the first iteration oh, of... What of the fuck? The first iteration of a game that allows you to mimic other things yeah. would be like, here are the two that you can do this game. Yes, yes. This is just constantly changing. I it seems like there's something for every every bit of, uh, of, of, of trial and error. It's Chester Cheeto. <gasps> oh, we got Mikey, oh, it no. is your infamous tree. Oh, and it is pissed off. I'm just going to spark it the whole fucking time. Yeah. It's got nothing on me. Suck it, tree. <laughs> wow. I Thank God we had spark. Spark fucking annihilated it, it, that. It, it is like rewarding you for staying committed to these ones. Yes. Oh, Dancing Kirby's. Yes. Love it. I made the tree cry and I felt really good about it. We're level two is Ice Cream Island and, and what a gorgeous <laughs> island that is. has a cocktail and sunglasses and now he doesn't have it and he's pissed off. He's living his best life. He really is. I'm really proud of Kirby. The, 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 this game is great. This game is Holy really hell, good. this game is great. This game is really good. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of blowing my mind a little. I kind of can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, you want to talk, yeah, talk, yeah, talk about it? you want to talk about this game? Let's talk about it. Oh my God. And welcome back to the Retrograde. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, I'm being sucked uh, out. Oh my what god! Did, what would you do if you were like, "Hey, I'm I'm doing the Kirby thing," mm -hmm. and the web your webcam just went into your mouth, started working? <laughs> yeah, just like started. Like, oh no, I've got this power, and, and then I would turn into a webcam. I would turn into a webcam. Well, in that case, right? Is that how I become a big brother? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's that's what it means. My big brother had a webcam on his forehead. Right. That's how I knew who he was. That's the true third eye. The true third, yeah, the pineal gland. Yes, I don't think so, Joe mm -hmm. Rogan. Mm -hmm. It's a webcam. You got to swallow a camera. Yes, that's that's how it happens. If Joe Rogan recommended it, though, mm -hmm. a lot of people would do it. <laughs> a lot of people would <laughs> a lot do of it. People would Everyone do eat it. your webcams. There you go. That's all it is. Not the rich. Don't eat the rich. No, don't eat, eat the your rich. webcams. Yes, especially Joe Rogan uh, accumulating uh, wealth. He's like, don't eat the rich anymore. <laughs> Webcams though, <laughs> good source of nutrition. Some webcams very expensive though. So listen, you could two birds one stone. Yeah, exactly. Um, Kirby could suck up two birds one stone and I, then have room for dessert. I was actually shocked you could swallow two people at once. It felt like I I think maybe you couldn't do that in Kirby's Dreamland, right. and that was why it surprised me. But a lot surprised me about this game. Mm -hmm. It was so much bigger of a game than I ever would have expected. You know, when we're thinking about a game to do uh, in honor of Kirby Forgotten Lands that's coming out at yeah. the end of this week, it sounds like we're sponsored by it. We're not. But if you want to sponsor us, Nintendo, you know where to find us. Yeah. Um, the, the <laughs> if whether to sponsor or for a rumble, uh, you know, you know where to find us. <laughs> it's like such a threat. You know where to find us if you want to give us money or if you want to fight Kirby, you know where to find me. Kirby, Kirby knows where to find me. Oh, and yeah. that's why he's a coward. He hasn't come. <laughs> I don't know where to find him. Nope. Do you know where Kirby lives? No, a forgotten land. A forgotten land. <laughs> I, I did know it at one point. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, when we were thinking about a game to do to uh, to kind of celebrate the release of the new Kirby game, and I realized, because I hadn't, I don't think consciously knew that Kirby's Adventure was on the NES. I always assumed it was an SNES yes. game, just based on my memory of it. Uh, when I found it was on NES, I'm like, this is going to be potentially tragic because mm -hmm. we have such a good track record with Kirby. But goddamn, playing this game, it felt like every enemy gave you an ability that not only 
gave you uh, uh, an action on screen. Like, like right. the mechanics of it were way more varied and visceral than I would have expected. Yeah. But the animations were phenomenal. I It looks like an SNES game. It's crazy. Yeah, I can't believe the design, how good it is. It, it looks so much better. It is, the biggest thing that I keep coming back to is this game is clean. Like, yes. It's just clean. Like, you know exactly where everything is. You can work within the physical space. Yes. The, you know, the, the actual physical, like, skills that you have work. Yes. I, I just, I couldn't believe how clean this game is. The first time I got at like one of the first abilities where you uh, you swallow like just a, a nothing like one of the the minor minor Kirby characters okay and you you're oh, literally a nothing yeah oh, okay <laughs> well actually I thought they were called a nothing okay but that was just the when because I swallowed an enemy and it mm-hmm. said the card that shows you what your specialty is oh. said nothing and I was like that thing's name was a nothing <laughs> I was wrong. Can you imagine King Diddy? Mea like, culpa. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad. I did, yeah, you're putting your head under the knife. Very good. Yes. But he said, uh, you know, if King Diddy is like, okay, you are the arsonists. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Absolutely. You are the cavalry. Oh, my goodness. You are the nothings. And it's like, <laughs> I don't think we're going to survive this war, brother. <laughs> oh, no. But they are so necessary. They are. I, I mean, it almost seems like King DDD should had should have not populated his lands with those guys. Mm-hmm. Because they only gave us the ability to get new abilities. Yeah, we're getting stronger because <laughs> getting of that. Way stronger oh because of this. King DDD did not think this one through. <laughs> uh, also, his first and his first major boss, just a tree, <laughs> just a tree. What's his attack? You got some apples, absolutely. Or the other boss that we face, where he just give me strength. <laughs> way to go! There you go. Uh, like like if the opponent like you're you're like I don't know a Batman villain or something like that, and you're just like I will give you bangerangs. Yes. It's like ah. <laughs> Too many bangerangs. That's the weight of it. No, you're gonna keep. Oh my god, batterings. By the way. Oh yeah. Uh, yes, batterings. Yes. yes, of course. Um, no, but the, based on that first uh, I was enemy that Rufio. I, oh, Rufio from yeah. Hook. From Hook. A great, a great movie, I hope. Yes, I don't think it is. I I don't know if I want to go back and watch it. No, I because I, at the time, it was a severe disappointment unless yes. you were a child. Yes, exactly. Like, they were like, Steven Spielberg's going to make a movie with Julia Roberts. Like, yes. oh my God, it's going to be amazing. And then they're like, eh. Were people disappointed? Because as a oh, kid, yeah. I fucking loved it. As a kid, I loved it too. I saw it so many times in theaters. Oh my God. But no, I think it's actually like regarded as kind of a disappointment. Oh, that's, that's really disappointing to mm-hmm. hear. But whatever, it lives in my memory and that's the only place it needs to be good. Exactly. I just hope no one starts a podcast about movies and going back to what you thought was good as a kid and then what you do today oh andrew oh no oh andrew oh no i don't think that's going to be the case this game this yeah. game though because that's just going to kill our retro flick uh future podcast <laughs> that we were going to start um the the first enemy that i swallowed and yes. i got i got the the uh, the attack where you're kind of like shooting out some pellets mm. in front of you in, in yes. like a wide sweeping motion like a like a lawn sprinkler like a lawn sprinkler yes exactly yes. like i'm sprinkling lawn pellets mike and i are both doing hand motions <laughs> go to youtube to find out what hand motions we're giving it out. looks like it's the seventh inning stretch and i'm the atlanta braves yes that very problematic thing that they will do refuse to get rid of <laughs> i know god damn it um but i i was like this must be a mistake mm-hmm. because this is absolutely an overpowered ability yeah it's not no the game I don't know that I'd call it hard. You know, when we're talking about how Sakurai wanted to make this a harder game, yeah. we didn't have much difficulty. No. I know it gets harder as you go on, but I felt like it was a casual romp through a... <laughs> through a sounds like a reviewer. <laughs> what a casual romp I had with this game. This is It's also whenever I break up with someone. Mm-hmm. Well, you knew this was just a casual romp, didn't you? <laughs> You got to confuse them with big words. Yes, exactly. You knew what this was. A casual romp. If I've ever seen one, <laughs> this was a serious commitment. This was a casual romp. 
How dare you? Um, the uh, it, it felt like kind of not a walk in the park, but like just a, an, an enjoyable adventure. Formulaic in the best way. Yes. Tra- yes. Traverse these lands, knock out these enemies, finish the level. Those, like these dreamlands. These dreamlands. Yes, yes, of course. Yes, the Freddy Krueger special. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, Kirby. Listen, if I if I'm in a fight with Kirby, guess who I'm going to to, to help me out? Uh, that Good guy in the Freddy. basement, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I was surprised by this game just mm. just thoroughly and and yeah. constantly and consistently <laughs> I and more words that will describe more c words more c words <laughs> uh, fuck you um, <laughs> how dare you the uh, you watch your mouth do you kiss your do you make out with your mother with that mouth <laughs> it's, it's thoroughly yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't like where we're doing here I'm gonna clip that and send it to your mom <laughs> yeah please do um, can't wait for her to close fist punch me in the teeth. <laughs> That'll be great. The did you enjoy this as much as I did? I thoroughly enjoyed this. Not only is it is it you know the actual like I keep going back to the actual organic part of the game, playing it with a controller. Right. The controls that the, the way Kirby moves around is great. But then on top of that, there's this aesthetic of this visual that is so unique to this. Yeah. That I just I loved. Like I love it. Felt so different than Mario. And at times I looked at it and I'm like, well, this kind of looks like a Mario level. Sure. N- no. The 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 added uh, element of you know getting off the ground at the different types of opponents, which there are so many different types Insane of the, opponents. The, the, the enemy variety. I loved it. I, I loved this game. Especially for an NES game. You know what it kind of reminded me of, but almost more impressive was something like Ninja Gaiden mm. that uh, that has, yes. it, it feels like it gets so much out of the NES hardware. Yeah. Um, where where some games were just like, every enemy is going to look the same and this and that. I don't think Ninja Gaiden was as elaborate, but it, mm-hmm. it was very smooth. It was a very smooth game and, and a very mechanically sound game. This just felt like it, the breadth of the game was mm-hmm. so much wider than anything else I played on the NES. Yeah. And I'm sure there are examples uh, uh, of other games that, that got more out of it. But in my mind, I have kind of like, parentheses around quality when it comes to what a game can be on the NES and this exceeded that. Yeah. Uh, this, like we said earlier, almost felt more like an SNES game and granted it was, you know, three years into the life cycle of the SNES so yep. maybe they just learned how to get the most possible power out of out of the uh, the original NES console but but regardless, it it it's no wonder to me anymore why this game topped the charts in terms of sales mm-hmm. the month that it came out in spite of the fact that it was on a an old system. And you know what? And I, I you'd sit there and go, well, I wonder what it could have done on the SNES. But like, to be honest, more is not always better. I agree. And the fact that this is like taught like a drum, like this is like, I don't know what you would change about it, to yes. be honest. Uh, the music's awesome. It looks great. It handles great. Like, yeah. what are we What are we missing here? Giving it more for what? Yeah. You know, like why? And, and that kind of comes to when it, I, I'm sure we'll move into it when we get into our reviews of this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what I would change about this game. I don't. I honestly am trying to think about it, it. It just feels like such a, for a game that is definitely a lot bigger than Kirby's Dreamland, it feels like it is a, a still a very tight experience. Yeah. Like, you know, playing through all the stages uh, or all the, all the different levels in the first stage then getting into the second stage in Ice Cream Land. It felt like Totally normal thing to say out loud. I, I say this often. <laughs> Kirby's on a beach drinking a marg. Yes. He's got his sunglasses on. Sounds like heaven. And his care level out the window. Do you do you often go like when I'm done dinner, I'm like, oh, it's time for ice cream land. <laughs> Is that all you do? It's time yeah, for it's ice a, cream land. It's a nice summer night. I'm walking down the boardwalk. It's time for ice cream that land. That sounds amazing. You know what I was thinking recently? What's up? Because uh, I passed by an ice cream parlor. Oh, that's cool. And I haven't had ice cream 
just like an ice cream cone in yeah. so long. Really? And it is, oh, every time I get it, it is just, what a blessing. What, what a, yeah, what a treat. I don't know why I don't do it more often. I was gonna say, you're robbing yourself of real joy, my man. It is consistently one of the best treats in the world. What's Constantly. your favorite kind of ice cream flavor? So I am a sucker for chocolate peanut butter. Whoa. Chocolate peanut butter or anything. Wow. I love a good chocolate peanut butter. But there, there's like a, you know, the, for some reason, every podcast was av- advertising Ben and Jerry's net, uh, Netflix and ben chill or chill, whatever. Yeah, Netflix and chill. That I was like amazing. That. I love that. It was so good. I love that flavor. It's broken up pretzels in there. Yes. It's so good. Salt salt on desserts, man. Turns out, ooh, so It good. works. What's yours? What's your favorite ice cream? Uh, I, I can't get away from chocolate chip cookie dough. Okay. But. Another classic. I, I like I like most things. What do you feel about mint chocolate chip? That's divisive. That to me is like, it's gotta be the same amounts as like a sorbet mm. or a sherbet. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Like, like yeah, wait, yeah. Wait, wait, same amounts in what? It, like I only want the same quantity. Oh, I don't want, little. yes, exactly. Uh, Mint chocolate chip, a little bit decadent for my taste. I, I agree with you. I am like, I'm a real one one scoop kind of guy. Mm. If it's two scoops, you're like, oh, decadent. Three scoops, I'm like, that's too much. No, thank you. No, no, no. I get mad. <laughs> Just smack the top one right off get the top. Get that out of here. Yeah. Yeah, I, I insert my dominance by grabbing it with my hand and squeezing <laughs> it through my fingers. This is what I think of your third third scoop. That's what I would do to Kirby if we fought. I would, would grab him would and he would just see it squeeze through your fingers. Yes. Oh my God, that's so dark. Um, he looks like a, a scoop of uh, bubblegum ice cream. He does. He does look like he's gum. He's got the personality of it as well. <laughs> Um, you know what? Do you want to get into our review of this game? Uh, so as as we we mentioned earlier, it was a two and a half for each of us in the retro yeah. score. Combined score of a five out of eight for the retro score. Very good. But we're going, you know, we're going on an adventure here. I, I'm very interested to see what you're going to do. Currentsville. All right. So I'll start. Like I said, I don't know where you improve this game. Maybe you make the levels a little bit longer. Okay, because you know our our, our patience for these kind of these things is, is increased. Sure, and, you know maybe it becomes more of an endurance thing of like oh I got to make sure I hold on to this enemy and my lives got to keep up and maybe my score becomes more vital. Okay, but it's not like we went from forty abilities to eighty abilities. Right, and we're like this is better. It probably actually gets worse. Right. Um, I don't know where it improves. But that being said. The only reason I'm going to give this a three and a half and not a four is just because it is very intimate. And we, the games that we demand, uh, the things that we demand in a current 2022 is that more uh, scale and scope to the to these games. But I really wouldn't change a single thing. I think this three and a half is like, I w- almost gave it a four. I, I almost I, gave it a four. I think that's fair. The one thing I'll say, you know, you mentioned what we need in the current day is, is more and this and that. I think that's what you need. I think that's, there's a demographic that needs more. I'm learning more about myself that I don't need more mm. in a game. Make it tighter. If that's your intention yeah. and that's all you give me, I am okay with that. I don't think I need to know much more about the story. I don't think I need to be able to have this be open world. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that the overworld is is doors and it opens up as you go. Right. It's fun. Right, it's right, right. silly. It's self-referential. There's a mini game where there's a crane game and there's just a bunch of Kirby's. Mm-hmm. There's some winks to the camera. There's some jokes. There's some laughs. There, Kirby's eating ice cream and drinking a margarita. Yeah. I had such a fucking good time with it. I don't know what I would change either, and I don't think I want more or need more. Okay. And as a result, I have to give it a four out of four. You're giving it a four out of I four. I gotta give it a four. Wow. Oh my goodness. That's a seven and a half on our current score, and that's a twelve and a half in our in our total score. Oh my god, that Kirby stays king. Honestly. Again, Kirby stays king in D-D-D? the retro. Take that crown Get off your silly old penguin looking head. Yeah. You calling feral looking bitch. Take your weird tuxedo-looking outfit and get the fuck out of here. 
What an asshole. Holy hell, dude, that's a great score. Combined that's an amazing 12 score. 12 and a half out of 16. Considering our tepid retro score. Yes. It's really incredible it got to 12 and a half. Man, Kirby State King, like, that's awesome. I, I still consistently think if you go back to any franchise, and now it has to be the case, any franchise we've ever done, which... Also, I think Kirby may be the franchise for which we've played the most number of games. Mm-hmm. But the disparity between the retro score and the current score is, it's it's enormous oh, in yeah. this one. Uh, because the, the current score really reminds me that I was a fucking idiot as a kid. Yeah, I and didn't appreciate what I had. Didn't appreciate what we had, but I appreciate the awards that this game is about oh, to get. Okay. And uh, I think I see the red carpet being rolled up. It's actually coming out of Kirby's mouth, which is oh. gross. That could be his tongue. You swallowed a red carpet? That's gross, but practical. Yeah. Very like practical. It. Yeah, you should get into a moving company. This actually is good. <laughs> it's cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay, I was going to make a local joke, but I will not. Instead, we will turn it over to the paparazzi. <laughs> You've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous award ceremony of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grady's. What do you think, Ooh. paparazzi? What do you think, paparazzi? What do you think? They're giving us thumbs up. They're they saying, this is good. they're saying, because uh, 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 they're they're looking like just like things that they've done in the past, and they're like, "You should call us Papa Roach because he's our favorite. He's our favorite singer." Oh, they like Papa Roach. Papa Roach. Oh boy. And I asked what came first, the love of Papa Roach or or the love of paparazzi, and they say it was a a misprint on the resume, and they just stuck with. <laughs> they it. just stuck with. They it. just stuck with it. <laughs> Because because you get paparotis. Yes, those are the people who travel with open beers. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> when you're when your dad, your dad just walking down the sidewalk. Look at paparotti over here. <laughs> paparotti. <laughs> um, oh god! Well, now it's time to figure out what uh, awards this game. Well, Elliot, don't reach into your mouth. Oh, oh, he's got oh, the awards. Yes, that's where he was storing it. That's adorable, Elliot. Uh, so I guess reach down that gullet of yours and uh, read off the awards that this game won. He fits like an old glove compartment. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. And... The Wine Cellar! Whoa! (laughs) As it always is, it's time to try a drink from the Wine Cellar. Oh, Mm. man. I think it makes sense because Kirby is canonically English. Kirby is English. (laughs) Yes, of course. Why not? Like, imagine. Tell if, me I'm wrong. Here's a sketch for you. Okay. Huh? You listening? I'm listening. SNL. You listening, Lauren? You listening, Mad TV? <laughs> How about this? Okay. Lay it on me. Smash cut. <laughs> you start with the smash cut. Smash cut. Cold open. Cold open. Smash cut. Uh, smash mouth is playing. Mm-hmm. Papa Roche in the wings. Upset. Yeah. Maitre D comes over to the table. Bottle of wine best wine he's got there's wow. dust on it wow it's 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 it, you can tell it's old came from the titanic it was just hanging out there mm-hmm. pours the wine everyone in the restaurant is looking mm-hmm. because it's they know it's the most expensive bottle of wine how do they know that sparklers in it oh there's sparklers, there's, there's sparklers people walked it out it's like a fajita tray yeah yeah it's, <laughs> it's a fajita tray pours a little bit of the wine everyone's mm. oh all of a sudden they're shocked they're, they're shocked. shocked that it poured the wine smash guy yeah curvy sitting at the table He's got to taste the wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> drinks all in oh, the glass. Oh no, he drinks it the, all. And all everyone in front of him, all their tuxedos, all their ties fly into his yeah. mouth. Yeah. The maitre d' pans up to him. His toupee is oh, off. Oh, that's very funny. Yeah, his is uh, his uh, uh, fake tie. Fake tie. Yeah. It's clipped off. Yes. And he's sitting there and Kirby says, 
It's not. It take. It, see, mm-hmm. I haven't put a button. No, on No, you yet. haven't put a button. But talk it, talk it out. Maybe yeah. we can all come I'm up. Think, with I'm us. thinking. He says. He says. Tasted a little. It tasted a little bit like your hair. <laughs> it's got too much of a hair taste. <laughs> take it back. It's synthetic. Take it back. Take, I. Uh, oh, I, or, I'd or, say or, something, but my mouth. Uh, my I'm tongue tied. Because he swallowed those ties. Oh, true. Oh, hey, that's nice. That's not bad. He could say, uh, great. he could say, uh, um, I ordered the barefoot. Oh, okay. Like, like right. Because you ate so much. <laughs> I was thinking, how about like, there's a line to get to a buffet. Yeah. And the, this is more like a farce comic. Okay. <laughs> you listening? Arthur of Dilbert. Yeah. You, all those tie jokes and you're just going to pretend like you're not here. And the guy's like, I'm so hungry. And he's like, I wouldn't get too excited. Look who's in front of us. And the first one to get to the buffet <laughs> is Kirby. <laughs> I, like that one. I appreciate it. And then smash cut. Smash cut. <laughs> smash cut. Kirby's murdered. <laughs> Which is easy to do. Oh my goodness. Uh, but holy hell. So we've got the, uh, the fits like an old glove compartment where the current score is above a seven and yep. you've got the wine cellar mm-hmm. where the, the, the current score is higher than the retro score. Oh, love Canonically it. my favorite award to get Absolutely. Out. I love it. It I shows it. that we are becoming smarter. I uh, love when we're wrong. I, lo- I do. I love when we're wrong. I love when you're wrong too. Okay. I mean, it's just my favorite thing on this on this podcast because ne- then it's canonical. Mm-hmm. Then I can mm-hmm. always go back to something as I've done. Uh huh. Every time you're like, I don't know about that. And I'm like, are you sure? Because you yeah. seem pretty confident. Let's Episode uh, 63 mm-hmm. when we were talking about- And you were wrong. <laughs> and you were wrong. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Man, Kirby, every time we've gone back to play Kirby, it has been surprising in the best way possible. I totally agree. I'm so glad we played this game. Let's find more Kirby games to play. This has been great. 100%. Uh, and thanks for joining us yeah. on this uh, on this route. Hey, if you're planning on picking up Kirby Forgotten Land, oh, Kirby yeah. Forgotten Land, yeah. uh, reach out to us at Retrograde Andy, at Retrograde Mikey, at Retrograde Pod on- on Twitter. We mm-hmm. also have at the retrograde podcast yeah. on Instagram. It's been a long time since mm-hmm. I've been there, uh, but join us on all of our social media platforms. Uh, hit us up, become part of the community and also retrograde uh, uh, patreon.com slash retrograde podcast. That's where you're going to get all of this extra content, including yeah. eventually a WWE episode yep. and the, uh, and the, the sports draft, which I'm very I'm excited. So to excited for that. So we love every single one of you and we can't wait to talk to you soon. My name is Andrew Baskin and with me as always is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself, Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. <laughs> want more retrograde in your life? You can visit our website for show notes at theretrogradepod.com. Follow us on Twitter at Retrograde Mikey, at Retrograde Andy, and the podcast at Retrograde Pod. Or Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. For bonus episodes, check us out at patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast. Send your questions and business inquiries to the retrograde podcast at gmail.com. See you next week, D-Pads. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. You're, you're blowing hot air something Mikey's very oh, used to. Andrew, that's a good joke, but it's very hurtful. <laughs> <laughs>